Welcome back, kit lovers. It's episode 95 of They Think It's All Over, the football shirt show. I'm your host, Adrian Football Shirtalia, and who's joining us this week? It's Mike at Footy Shirts. And it's Tom at ShirtFan. And it's Adam at This One Kit. Hello, everyone. Hello, Adam. Right, we are going to go in-depth today with a, a very classic Italian shirt manufacturer, ABM, going back in time. But before we do that, we'll have the usual news and shirt chat. But before we do any of that, we just want to check Adam's OK after the clock news last week. I'm not going to lie. I cried a bit. I did shed a tear. Um, it's it's just a big shock, isn't it? It's big news. I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, I, I felt if it happened, it was going to be an end of season kind of announcement, not mid season, seemingly out of nowhere. But apparently, the club knew last summer, and they've decided to release it now. So yeah, I'm 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 sad. I'm sad. I um, I picked up on Adam's sadness because um, he posted something on his Instagram story and I did reach out to him um, to to make sure he was OK, um, because when these things happen, you you you've got to be there for your friends. So what's Adam doing? Are you looking at your phone? To see? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, was say, I, I, I might be looking at my phone just to see what the last message I had from you was. Yeah. Come on, Adam, have a look. Cause I don't know and... if I genuinely did just say, are you OK? And it says, cry more in capitals, live our pool, live a shite, and then something about bins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I I was only joking. Not. It, it's but... all partly <laughs> no. tongue in cheek, isn't it? Yeah, no. I, do you know what? Genuinely, I, I'm actually gutted he's leaving. I like Klopp. I like him as a personality. I like him as a manager. It'll be a shame not to have him there. I know Tom's looking like, no, I don't think he's quite so convinced. But <laughs> No, no, I agree. I think uh, he he's one of those characters like Jose, I think, is quite hard to hate because he, you know, he is entertaining at the end of the day and personable and begrudgingly a very, very good football manager. But what I wanted to know, Adam, is does this be in his last season now add value to the kits that Liverpool are wearing this year? Um, I would say for two of them, yes, but I don't think there's any saving the white and green Minecraft-style away shirt. Like, I don't think it matters that that's, it's going to be Klopp's last season. Nothing saves that shirt. Um, but don't tell yeah, about that. That's his favourite kit this year, I think. I, I have actually just bought it because it was in reduced heavily in in a recent sale to about 40 quid in a tri-fit advance so i have purchased it purely because i'm a completionist and i want to have all the shirts but yeah i i, I don't know actually um yeah i'm 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 not sure on that one but possibly but like do we think of like man united's like last season shirts as being connected with ferguson in that sense or yeah i'm not sure I was going to comment along the same lines. To be fair, i i do understand where tom's coming from but i tried to think and i can't think of a shirt that automatically makes me think of a, a manager of, of the time. I think they're just a bit more closely associated with players, aren't they? But you never know. Liverpool fans do think differently to a lot of other football fans. So, you, yeah, it, it could be different for them. And, of course, it'd be Salah's last season as well now, probably, Mike. So we can uh, we can wait to, have a good, to, to, to check Adam's OK when that's announced. Well, <laughs> did you actually see, like, Van Dijk was asked what he felt about things, and he was like, yeah, I don't know what the future holds for me now, basically. Which, yeah, I, I can't deal with that. Like, if Van Dyke goes as well, then, you know, I'll retire from supporting any kind of football, watching any kind of football. Like, I'm done. That's it. Done. Right. Just a quick question before we move on from this, then. Where do we think Klopp will end up? Because there's no way he's he's not said he's retiring. He's not said he's, you know, given up on, on management. Where will he end up? Is he going to end up at Bayern Munich? Maybe. Tom, you must have some inside news here. Come on. Do you know what? Actually, the whole thing, we were saying it's so rare these days for news like that to come about without anyone having an inkling. It genuinely came out of nowhere. Nobody had a clue. I, I I would lean towards that. Obviously, we've got an international competition this year. If Julian Nagelsmann doesn't do well for that, then I think the Germany position is his for the taking um, because they've not stuck with 
uh, Hansi Flick before that. So I think that surely that's his most likely next stop because he's saying about the energy so international football might suit him better for a while. You know where I could see him ending up though? I could see him taking over from Ancelotti at Real Madrid, managing Jude Bellingham, Vinicius Junior, Camavinga. Imagine Klopp with that squad. It doesn't feel very Klopp though, does it? I mean, I mean that's probably my why I'm reluctant to say I think he might end up at Bayern because you know uh, Tommy Tuchel's not doing as well as people would have liked him to do. Personally, I still think Bayern will win Bundesliga this year, but um, I just don't think it's even very Klopp to do a Bayern Munich. He's more of a project manager, and I don't know. I just I don't think. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see, wouldn't it? Maybe maybe one of us has hit the nail on the head and we can clip this up later on at some point and put it out and say we know about football. It'll happen one day, but until then, let's move on to Kit News. Right, what's in the news this week then, gentlemen? So we had a bit of a scoop this week. I'm sure lots of people saw it on the socials because it was copied here, there and everywhere by order news aggregators but Adam it was you that spotted this wasn't it and I don't know if this is because you're probably the biggest gamer out of a lot of us on this pod but you discovered that in the new EAFC 24 game they had mistakenly I believe leaked all of the new MLS home and away kits for the next season so we had all of them clipped up beautifully by yourself our graphics maestro graphics clock and uh yeah, it was spread far and wide. But what did you all think of those kits? Is there any that stood out to you? Well, firstly, I have to say that I actually saw Mike shared one of them first. And then that made me do some digging. And then I found a whole load of other ones and then made an image that was taken by other people. So I can't take the credit for for finding out about that. But as soon as I heard that EA were doing this, I did some scouting and managed to track down all of the ones that they leaked. And I think it was about 18 kits in total something ridiculous like that um but to answer your question i really like the charlotte fc one i thought that was quite smart um it's kind of like a, a gradient kind of wave blue effect going up on it and the austin fc one looks quite smart as well mike i think you said the dc united was a good one didn't you yeah yeah big fan of that it's got a it's really difficult to explain but it seems to have some sort of pattern within the the main color of the shirt with some sort of like geometric pattern on there which looks a little bit trippy you know from from some perspectives but as somebody did point out you never quite know with this being sort of like a a render for a game you never know you know how those features are going to look on an actual shirt so there could be some minor differences i would just before i let someone else talk i will just add i don't did anybody notice that they actually leaked the nwsl shirts as well so for example even the orlando pride shirt yeah so it wasn't just the men's it was actually the women's that they leaked as well i think stand out for me in terms of those kits the one you mentioned adam that charlotte shirt i, I love that i think a lot of these they they hark back to that golden era of NASL shirts and I just love that kind of style and the Charlotte one is the epitome of it I think it reminds me of one of my favorite shirts that I've ever seen a collector have that you have Adam is that um is it it's the uh California California Surf. Surf yeah yes and this Charlotte shirt looks very similar to that which is why I absolutely love it and I think also we we all spoke about it um in our ex group but the San Jose Earthquakes Retro badge is a, another lovely touch. And I think those two are my standouts just because I love NASL shirts and they hark back to that era. Well, oddly you say that, I think the Orlando shirt as well, which looks quite smart, that does actually have their, their previous logo, not NASL, um, but from the, uh, but when, before they're in MLS. But also Vancouver White Caps have their retro logo on it as well. Also Toronto too. So there's a few of them that have gone back like various years. Like like you say, the San Jose earthquakes have gone right back to the beginning. Um, Orlando have gone back a few years uh, to pre-MLS time. And yeah, there seems to be a few kind of retro throwbacks in the badges as well. So yeah, some interesting interesting shirts and designs going about. Yes, if true, I mean, some of those kits are fairly bland, but the badges themselves, if again, if true, could be the absolute stars. That white caps kit, if that's a gold version of that badge that could look really really smart but we did today the day of recording see 
one of the MLS shirts released today, didn't we, for Inter Miami, Tom? Yes, we did. Yeah, uh, the away shirt. Again, I stand to be corrected on this, but it, there's been some criticism of this shirt online because it looks very, very similar to the away shirt that they wore last season. But, AD, I think it was you that pointed it out, MLS shirts are often worn two consecutive years. So it could just be a case of there's a new sponsor slapped on the old away shirt and they're saying it's the away shirt for the next season. But it's just a sponsor change because it does look very, very similar to it from the images I've seen. But we, we stand to be corrected on that. I, I think it's spot on. Most people that collect shirts or have or watch LS know that they are on two year cycles with their home and away shirts. And I don't believe it's the first time there's been a sponsor change. I, I'm I'm sure I remember it happening before. And I certainly remember once, um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Philadelphia Union had sponsorless one year and then sponsored the next. Um, so, you know, it's not unheard of. So the criticism for the shirt is probably a little bit unfair. However, if you're criticizing the sponsor itself, I can go with that because it looks bloody awful yeah you'd look like a massive anchor walking around in that one yeah <laughs> yeah you can probably definitely should we stay in the americas because there's an early contender potentially potentially we're going early here in january but a potential contender for shirt of the year in south america and brazil who saw this yeah i saw this one so it's the palmeiras puma shirt i like it but it does look a lot like the plymouth argyle one to me it's there's a there's a lot of similarities. The the Puma cat has nice detail in it with a load of stars in the in the heat pressed logo. Um, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is nice to be fair. I, I'm I'm not making comparisons to another shirt, but it, it, on its own merit, it's good. I think it's because is it me or is that sort of like that style of release now putting it in a frame? Is that like a a bit of a, a trend now? I'm sure I've seen this a lot of times recently with football shirt releases now. Well, I think it's a Puma hallmark because this shirt is fantastic, I think, and rightfully got a lot of love. But it's so reminiscent of those Italy Puma shirts, the Renaissance ones. I mean, with the deboss details in the pattern of the material, the the, the cold sponsor and the gold Puma logo. And like you said, that kind of framing, the arty kind of framed release style they've gone for it's again it calls back to that and i think this is puma have struck gold with that formula i think you know lovely deboss details kind of a retro looking collar which those italy shirts had too and then gold kind of high quality detailing on the shirts and i just find it funny how puma are capable of creating shirts like this and those italy ones but then they can also come out with just some complete crap and it, it does feel like no manufacturer has a broader difference in terms of their best shirts and their worst shirts. It's sublime to the ridiculous with Puma. They're like Darwin Nunes in front of goal. <laughs> Adam, Adam can't take this this week. It's, it's too much. Be nice to me. Um, no, I, I, I agree with you, actually, Tom, uh, in the overarching point that when Puma are good, they are excellent. And when they're bad, no one is as no, no one's as bad as Puma when they stink up the place. But then they release a beautifully simple shirt like this. I don't think you can go wrong with this kind of forest green colour as well. It's a really lovely colour and it always, always looks good with gold detailings. Um, I know there's been, yeah, there's like Portland Timbers shirts that have had kind of goldy yellow accents to it, which go along with their kind of green colour. I think it's a really, really striking colour combination and it looks really nice. So, yeah, this is definitely good Puma. Right, you've asked us to be nice to you, so I'm going to pay you a compliment here, Adam. You are wearing a very, very nice shirt this evening. Your your Mines Carnival shirt has arrived, as you told us you'd ordered it last week, and it looks fantastic. just want to say that. Modelled very well. The cuffs look incredible. But we've seen another Carnival shirt released as well this week from another European league. We have, but I don't know how to pronounce their name. Warwick. Is it what I actually just had a look. I don't know if you hang on. Can you hear this? I, I've had a little look on how to pronounce it. Walwich. Tom nailed it. I'm a cunning linguist after all. <laughs> That's what she said. So Walwich. Oh, hang on. <laughs> That's completely different. different. Uh, yeah, that is completely on, this, different. This, I'm sure I did it last year and it's Wildwick. 
I think it is Valvike. That is how it's actually pronounced. Because obviously in Dutch, the the W's are usually a V, and then Valvike. it's like Van Dyke, isn't it? That it's that that J is a is it's a soft J. Yeah, go Valvike. That's how I think it is properly. Okay. Uh, yes, Ad, indeed. So RKC Valvike have released their carnival shirt. Uh, it's going to be worn against NEC on the 9th of February. And it's very similar to the Mainz shirt in that the colours used are red, yellow and blue. But it's altogether more jazzy. It's kind of like hexagons all over it. It's it's a lot. It might even be a lot for me. I don't know what everyone else thinks, but it's it's definitely on the jazzy side of things when it comes to football shirts. It It is very jazzy, if we're going to go with that word. But I do think it kind of does what it's supposed to do with this one because there's more of a a jester-type feel to it. And it I think it kind of encapsulates that perfectly with the pattern. And then this one, with all the sort of like uh, logos and icons on each different um, shape within that pattern, do look really, really good. I do... Also, I prefer the Mines one. It's a little bit toned down. However, this is the second year in a row I remember seeing these now. And I think they've been brilliant both years. AD, did you not pick one of the ones up last year? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, it was the auction those was off for the Ukraine, didn't they? For raise aid in Ukraine. So I picked up one of them. Um, yeah, they're wild. This year's though, it's the badge I love. They got so everybody's favourite, fourth favourite Dutch team. What are they called again, Adam? I don't know, AD, what are they called again? Um, they're called Barvike. 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 Yep. They have a lion crest, a bit like the, I don't know, Chelsea lion or a bit like Munich 1860 lion. But with this being the, the carnival shirt, the lion's holding two, two steins of beer, which I think is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. And um, yeah, the best touch in the shirt for me. I've was... just looked at it as well. There's some bunting above the lion as well. <laughs> in the badge, which is really cool. It's a proper carnival badge, isn't it? I, I'm with you, Mike. I love this one. I think it's it's absolutely brilliant. And it's exactly what I thought of. You said Jester. Do you know what I thought of? I thought of Dick Van Dyke in um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang when they go and surprise the Duke in the dressed up as like a Jester, uh, what is it called? Jack in a Box type thing. Just made me think of that. I love it. Dick Van Valvite. <laughs> just that, just out of curiosity, do you, do you think our audience did you say chitty chitty bang bang? Is that we had very different childhoods, Tom? <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang. Oh, don't get me wrong, I, I've seen it, I know the movie. I'm just genuinely wondering if I if our audience will what know what chitty chitty bang bang is. Yeah, is it sure. just me that I didn't I didn't think it was that big of a thing? Oh. Well, we're going to make it a thing. Tom's going to do a thread of football shirts if they were in Chitty Cheek Bang Bang coming out next week. <laughs> and and if not, we'll just fucking um, Photoshop some into it. Eh? You mean I'll Photoshop some into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's what we mean. Just before we shoot off onto this feature, did anyone see as well? There was another one of these competitions where fans are being asked to design a football shirt but in germany this time for fc augsburg yeah i i saw that i think it's a really good idea i, I love it when clubs do this and gives everybody the chance to get involved um and I, I think we'll probably be doing a joint pod submission to it won't we and seeing if we can if we can win the competition and, and it can be a they think it's all over shirt for augsburg yeah it'd be good Again, by that, you mean that I'll be doing some photoshopping and sending in an entry under the umbrella of all five of us. Yes, um, yeah, that's I, what I, I mean. That's Only what if you it's mean. good. Only if it's good, because <laughs> success has many fathers and failure has me. It's an orphan. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I'm not an orphan, gladly, <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I could have got really dark then, couldn't it? Wow. Um but yeah, no, I I have seen it. Um, yeah, all, all I can say is that I hope that it doesn't go as badly as the Dortmund time that they did it because I don't want to be mean, but their fan-designed kit was not good. Um, I, I was not a fan of it, but I, I think there's going to be some really good ones with Augsburg. They has a nice, they have a nice uh, color palette, like white and then red with kind of a foresty green color. Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful it's not going to be the disaster that the Dortmund one was. 
it won't be associated with uh, Augsburg throwing away the Bundesliga either, like that Dortmund shirt was. <laughs> well, it literally was a sinking ship, wasn't it? Like that's that's kind of what it felt like the the design of it. I, I actually watched that game and I was just like, "Why are you wearing your new shirt? This could go so so wrong," and it absolutely did. The dangers of wearing the new shirt <laughs> in a, a final occasion. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea did, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, quite, quite <laughs> often. Chelsea more, yeah. more than once. <laughs> more than once. Excellent. Well, we look forward to seeing all the entries and um, they think it's all over being crowned the brand new shirt designer for FC Ellsberg. In, is it for next season's kit, Adam? It's the 2025-26 season. Sounds wonderful. Let's move on to this week's exciting feature where we sent our very own Mike to go and speak to Granny's Football Shirts, a.k.a. Tom about his incredible ABM shirt collection. And now we're going to have a little word from our sponsor. But this time we're not actually just going to shout about his website. We've actually got him here with us. So uh, hello, Tom, aka Granny. Hi, Mike. How's it going, mate? It's good, mate. It's it's nice to to get you on, not just take your money for our sponsorship every month, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, first and foremost, we'll get that out of the way. How does it feel, in your words, to sponsor the greatest football kit podcast in the whole world? I know, mate. I'm glad you saw that on my uh, Twitter or Instagram <laughs> handles the other day. But I thought I can't believe I've not put this uh, on the on the handles after we've been, you know, doing it for a few months now. But no, it's great. You know, see, Michael, I've been speaking to you for a while, and we've always chatted on on uh, on Twitter mainly. Um, but to be asked to be involved with the pod was great. I've been I've been listening for quite a while, uh, and you know the the brands I suppose are aligned, which is great. You know, like minded people that are obsessed with football kits in kind of different areas. But it, it's it was a real privilege to be asked, and it's something I'm really excited about continuing with you guys. No, it's great. We we absolutely appreciate your support. We love being associated with you. There are a lot of good independent sellers out there, and I know we say it every week, but we genuinely feel you're you're one of the best out there, and that's why we implore everybody to go and look at your website, which we will shout about again at some point. But the main reason we got you here to do a little record with us is because you've got something very, very special coming up, haven't you? So do you want to give us just a, a little teaser of what's going to happen soon? Yeah, so... Um... I mean, I'm sure most people who follow me on social media know that I mean, I have my own kind of separate collector's Instagram page called AVM Shirts. And about two years ago, maybe just over two years ago, I went down a bit of a, a rabbit hole on the internet looking at uh, specific shirts by the Italian brand AVM, uh, who were a small Italian manufacturer, I think it was set up in the late 70s by, uh, by, by a couple based near Palmer. What kind of drew me to their shirts was just, kind of really interesting clubs that they've sponsored, been the technical sponsor for over the years. Obviously they've had some big hitters that everyone's kind of aware of, but my personal like uh, passion for football shirts um, is kind of the history behind it and the unique stories and like the, the research side. So I've been collecting for a couple of years and then very recently ABM reached out to me on the back of knowing about my collector's page. I'd already had quite a few discussions with them just chit chat about shirts and stuff uh, kind of in me using google translate to speak in italian to them occasionally and ask them about specific <laughs> things <laughs> but um but yeah then they they reached out a couple of months ago just to say they'd love to come and have a look at the kits because uh as i'm sure a lot of people know they've been doing the remakes for a few of their shirts over the last few years some really really good remakes as well i mean they use all the original materials made in italy they're quite specific about that they don't want to you know, start to produce stuff that's different and that, that isn't as good quality for, for cheaper prices. So they they asked if they could come have a look at some of my originals because I've probably got some shirts that there aren't many of. Um, and they asked to come and have a look at them with the prospect of uh, potentially doing some remakes for them. And obviously on the back of that, we kind of had a bit of a negotiation and talked about how it'd be great, you know, especially fitting with my passion for the shirts. Um would be great to be able to offer them to, to the public as well through the website. So, so yeah, hopefully at some point in the next week. So I've actually had an email this morning from, from the sales manager that I was speaking to who came to, came to um, visit me in Sheffield, which was great. 
there was a little bit of a thought there might be a, bit, a delay for a few months. So initially I was thinking maybe about, about three or four months down the line, but it says that they're thinking more like a few weeks to a couple of months now. There's going to be some of the shirts that they've taken off me to remake are going to be be uh, kind of in the final legs of production and ready to, to be shipped over. So uh, I'm hoping to be able to stock at least some of them on the website in the near future. That sounds amazing. That must be quite a nice little moment, though, when, I mean, just to be talking to them, for them to have kind of acknowledge your collection was pretty cool. But for then, obviously, to go one step further and, and ask if they can actually borrow yours to, yeah. to remake is pretty incredible. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was. I, I, yeah, it's it's been a bit of a surreal experience to be honest. It's all it all happened quite fast because literally they emailed me and they were it. So they were. I think they must have they were down at Classic Football Shirts in London. So um, Classic Football Shirts have started to to uh, resell some of the I think the Palermo, Udinese, Fiorentina. You can get them on on Classic Football Shirts at the moment. And they've asked if I wanted to stock them, but for me, like the the whole idea is that for, for it to fit with what I want to do is it's it, it, it needs to be stuff that I'm, kind of I'm involved in so um I've politely declined that but you know I'm really excited to to be able to potentially dock some of these shirts in, in the coming months because there's some really special stuff that they've taken and some really you know in, interesting stuff that that not a lot of people you know they're very aesthetically pleasing but like I said for me the the whole thing about football shirts is the research and the, the the knowledge you kind of gain on the back of like doing a bit of digging after you found a shirt. So there's some really cool stuff that they've taken, which obviously I'll share with you in a moment. As you say, we we have seen some of these remakes of even other brands. You know, the Italians in particular do seem to be very, very picky with the way they do the remakes, which is absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, yeah to get down to that, are you, are you able to tell us maybe one or two of the shirts that are being remade, if you do know that or even what what you're hoping might be? Yeah, so that, so I'll, I mean, I can go through the ten that they've taken. I think there'll be like differing level, levels of difficulty with remaking them because of kind of the the fabrics and the age of some of the some of the shirts. So some are, are kind of standard polyester, and I'd imagine I don't know the, the manufacturing process, so I'm speaking on their behalf, but are probably a little bit easier. Whereas others have kind of fabric blends and and different uh, different sponsors and d- different details that probably aren't used on modern day football shirts at all these days. So the first one that I've lent, so there's quite a few from Italy, of course. So I've actually lent them two Tanana kits. So the one that I'm really excited about, which I'm really hopeful that they'll be able to do a a remake for, is the the 91-92 away shirt, which is the one where they've they've got the design across the middle, which most people would associate with All Sport and Inter. So it's like the stripe design, um, but it's in a beautiful colorway. It's in uh, red and green, and then a white, white base, and then it's got the um, the ABM kind of surface pattern throughout throughout the shirt as well. And that, then that's another... that's something that I think most people will, because I mean, even myself, who's not, I'm probably the least familiar with the Italian and ABM shirts um, out yeah. of everybody on our pod. But even I'm aware of that sort of like that pattern that you get throughout the shirt. So I think everybody would definitely be able to to recognize what you're talking about with that one. Yeah, 100%. And there's another Tanana shirt as well, which is another away shirt, actually, which is why with a, with a slightly different way. It's a bit more of a basic design, but again, it's a really cool shirt. The other Italian ones that they've taken, so there's the Brescia 96-97, which is the Serie B title winning season, the team that included a young Pirlo, I think just before he left. So I think he broke, broke through and made his debut in Serie A when they got relegated in 95-96. Think a few um, people know who that guy is, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, just a few. Well, there's some really iconic players that have worn the kits yeah, as definitely. well, which is great. So you've got the the weird and the obscure, but then some, you know, some household names in terms of both teams and players that that have made the shirts famous. But yeah, that Brescia team obviously got promoted, won the won the Serie B title that year. The shirt that I've got is actually a match shirt, so it would be interesting to see what they do because I know there's mixed feelings about. I've, I've heard from some feedback I've had about uh, the ABM remakes about people not wanting names and numbers on the back. So hopefully they'll be able to offer both alternatives, both player shirts and just just the standard as well. So yeah, and then the other one, which I, this is the one that I'm, I'd, I'd say I'm probably most doubtful for that they might have some difficulty, especially given the shirt that I've given them. So I've given them the Pescara eighty nine ninety shirt. So that kit has a it, because it's an older one, uh, like late eighties. They use some different fabrics, so it's like a blended fabric. Um, and that shirt had so it's got the one that I've got has got a Caripe sponsor over the top, 
that it's got the original sponsor from underneath uh, underneath it uh, because it's, it's again it's a match shirt so it's been like um, covered up and passed down to the Primavera team at some point which is another little feature of Italian shirts that I love when they they reuse and recycle which is obviously it still goes on you know how it has gone on in modern history but it was really common back in the 80s and 90s for the for the first teams to pass on shirts down to the uh, down to the Primavera teams or, or the second teams and then they would put the next season sponsor on the front so because that one's kind of a different fabric blend and it's got the covered sponsor I'd imagine that's probably going to be the most difficult one for them to do a remake up from but it'd be, it'd be great if they can because uh, those Pescara shirts are, are really really beautiful great you know blue and white stripes uh, lovely colours and they've had some great kits in recent years as well but, but I particularly love um, their ABM shirts and even some of the stuff that they were I think they had BM some of the other small Italian brands that they moved on to later, later in the 90s Pescara are definitely one of those ones that Again, someone not too familiar with it myself. Even even I'm familiar with those ones, and yeah, yeah they're they're all they're all cracking shirts, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, really, really, really good. Uh, and then moving on, kind of outside of Italy, so one of the ones they were really keen to take and remake was the CSK Moscow ninety two ninety three home shirt. So again, it's a really simple design, uh, the like maroon and blue colorway, and then it's got the. A mate, I love the crest on it. So they've got the old hammer and sickle CSK crest, um, which is beautiful. And they're, they're really, really keen to take that. And that's so that ABM made, I think they sponsored them with a technical sponsor for maybe one or two years uh, for CSK. And that CSK team ended up in 1992, they beat Barcelona in the, in the Champions League. So in the European Cup. So, and that was the year after they'd won it. Cruyff was, uh, was, was uh, the manager and, you still have, you know, legends in that team, Coleman, um, Pep Guardiola, Stoichkov. So it was uh, a really star-studded team and CSK uh, beat them wearing ABM, not the kit that I've got because they wore so many different variations of it. They wore they wore four or five different templates throughout the season. So the oh, after wow. the Barcelona second round game, they were then in the group stages. So I'd uh, implore anyone to go and have a look at some of the kits that they wore in the group stages because they're amazing. So they, they played against Rangers, I think Club Bruges and Marseille maybe. And they wore a kind of a different kit every single time. And they're, they're really, really beautiful and also impossible to find because I've spent so many hours <laughs> looking for all of them. So I'll uh, I'll be going to look at them myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, de- definitely well worth a look, mate. Um, and then, yeah, some of the other ones. So the, there's quite a few French teams have had them as technical sponsors over the years. So there's the two that I've lent them are uh, Cannes, who had them from, I think, 93, 95. And they had, they're really famous for the, the big sponsors. So they obviously a lot of French shirts are, but they had the... Um, I think it was the Palm Beach sponsor. The shirt that I had was a slightly different one, so it's the, the later one, which is uh, Maison Phoenix. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But again, just big, bold sponsors. They loads of colour. thing. that's the thing I love about the ABM shirt so much is the, the, the big collars I'm wearing one right now. Again, the beautiful surface pattern. So there's one of those that they've taken. There's also a... So I'm wearing right now, I don't know if you can see it, I'm wearing a, a Neem Olympique shirt, which is where it all started for me. Uh, when it comes to ABM, so I think I think this is this actually might be the first shirt. Or maybe it was in the first two or three ABM shirts that I found. I just found it on eBay, and it turns out to be pr- probably the rarest. Uh, this is the '96 uh, '97 Cup Winners Cup uh, shirt, which they wore in the Cup Winners Cup campaign after um, the they got to the final of the uh, 1996 Coupe de France, which they lost. Um, but they were in the, they were in the uh, League Two at the time, so it was a, a massive feat for them. They ended up playing against I think they played against AIK in the in the Cup Winners Cup the following year. So they're that they're, they're really great shirts, and I've not lent them this one. I don't think I'd want to, even if they asked, to be honest, because I'm not sure I want to see <laughs> don't want to see loads of people wearing a shirt that I've only ever seen one of. So. Um, do you know, actually, do you know what that 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 was that was one of the questions I did want to follow up with. So as you've touched on that, I think it's natural. So yeah. we often talk about the remakes on the pod, and I'm a firm believer that I like a little difference between the original and the I remake. Completely agree. I was going to say, I, I how completely do you feel about agree. It? I, my my personal opinion is you want to have some kind of differential point, but I think the the, the Fiorentina ones, like the the eighties ones, they remade. They've got they've got a different label to what you'd expect on the old ones. So you'd have like a I think there was red text on the original 80s ones, whereas the um, the newer ones just have kind of a black tag. So you can tell the difference on them. And obviously they've got freshly printed details and stuff on them. But yeah, no, it becomes a bit of a minefield, doesn't it? And it's a bit of a, 
a nightmare for collectors because you know the potentially people are buying stuff that's a remake that is far less uh, far less valuable than something that was original from the late 80s or 90s so now no, i agree it's uh it, it, personally i think there should always be something a little bit different but I do also like the fact that they're so, you know, they're so passionate about recreating exactly what they put out in the first place that they they go to the to the lengths of making sure all the materials are correct and all the details are correct as well. So I can kind of see both sides to it. Yeah, definitely. I, and I do I do agree with that. I think that using the original materials is beautiful. There's there's a uh, you 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 probably heard of it yourself, but there's a South American brand called Palmer that um, did yeah. the same with some Peru shirts. They they use some of the original materials. So I do like the idea of it. So aside from the ones that you've sent away to them, what uh, what else have you got in your collection then? We, we have a few minutes just quickly talking about that. Before, yeah, before yeah, we, sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I've, I've brought a couple down just to have a show you a few of my favourites. But yeah, there's, there's uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go through a couple of them. So this will be good. This we'll, we'll put this on the YouTube so everybody can see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one is one of my favourites. I actually had this before I started collecting ABM shirts, and then um, it's got the lovely sublimated number on the back as well. That is um, lovely. So for, for the people who don't watch any video, this is a stunning looking here and bean shirt. With yeah, I, I'm going to say what people mistake there's hearts on it all the time because it's actually, I yes, believe it's exactly. actually water lilies isn't it yeah it is indeed yeah so yeah they did they made a couple of great kits on them i've got an away one as well um and the yeah i, I, I bought it and then sold it on the website and then kind of found my passion for abm shirts and then <laughs> message message the message the customer who's a friend or someone that I speak to fairly regularly and said mate i don't know why i ever sold it back trying to buy it back off you kind of thing and, <laughs> and thankfully he agreed so um, the, yeah, the that's, question that's is, did, did 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 he make a profit selling it back to you? That's the question. <laughs> do you know what? No, I think I think we just agreed <laughs> to do it at the original website sale price, and I was perfectly happy to pay that. So yeah, no, I think um, I, I can't. I think there was there was actually about a year or so in between the two. Oh, nice. Uh, happening, but no, I, I think we tried to make it as fair as possible. <laughs> um, the the next one that I've got here, just to show you as well, is again, it's one of. I think it's the only international one that I've got. So. They've they've made kits for Ivory Coast, Iceland, uh, maybe some European clubs as well. Like, sorry, European countries as well. But this is a Q8 shirt, um, wow. and this one's again really interesting template. It's got you don't see it that often. Quite a lot of the just the bog standard templates have this design on, but not many clubs used it. But yeah, this was used in the Barcelona Olympics in 1992. So they they just use ABM just for the Barcelona Olympics and they had a blue and a red version of this shirt over the three games they played in the Barcelona Olympics in ninety two. And it's beautiful as well. Again, for the people yeah. that don't listen, it's a, a red shirt, but the the feature on that one is that pattern on the sleeves. It yeah. looks in- incredible, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, next one's from it, this is again one of the most obscure but interesting ones that I've got in the collection. So this is a team called Fabric Nerese. Uh, who are now in the Austrian fourth tier, I think. Um, and at the time, they were playing in the second tier. I think they did actually play in the top tier at some point in the late 80s. But as you can see, it's got the Sega sponsor. Um, so they made yeah, Sega Yeah, that's the star before. of the show, isn't it? That is. <laughs> <laughs> before, before Jeff and before Arsenal, um, they, they made Sega cool. So, yeah, no, they... Uh, to be honest, I'm still trying to research exactly when this shirt was used because it was uh, the all the images I've found of the this shirt being used were in an indoor tournament, and I know that was really big in Austria at the time. Is that the professional teams would also play in indoor tournaments as well? I have seen some with the Sega sponsor, but it's a different template. It's just a plain red shirt with uh, a slightly different like collar. Well, in fact, it's a completely different collar. Um, so I'm still kind of so. If anyone, any of your listeners know, <laughs> know, know, know <laughs> well, when this was used, then that that would be great to have a bit more information on it. We we did have the guys a couple of uh, a couple of months back from the other Bundesliga, and they got some obviously got some ties over in Austria. So you never know. May, maybe okay. we can put it over to them, and yeah, they might yeah. know someone that knows someone. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's ninety two, ninety three was when the Sega sponsorship happened. But there are so many variations that like so many different designs they use, which is a bit of a common theme for ABM. Is that you like you'll see people are probably more aware maybe of the Palermo shirts. There are like so I think there was like three or four different home shirts that Palermo used in some seasons when they were using ABM. So so just like same same colours but just different templates with slightly different sleeve designs, collar designs, all stuff like that. So. 
Um, and that leads us in nicely to the next shirt, which again is probably one of the most popular ABM shirts to other people, um, to the wider public, just because it's, you know, that classic pink colour that everyone is so, so, so much with, with Palermo. But also it's got the crazy laced collar and the Copratalia badge, which is from the uh, Copratalia Serie C that they won the previous season. So I think this is 93, 94, and they won the Copratalia Serie C in uh, 1993. So you've got the, the Copratalia badge on there as well. And it's got that lovely, beautiful Aqua Mineral Tocca sponsor on it as well. So yeah, that's one that's very popular. With I think uh, Aidy's got one of those as well. So ah, uh, do you know? I was just going to ask: Is it one that Adrian's got, or is it one that you can yeah. tease, tease him with? Well, you've got to know he's got it because I I put I put him in touch with the guy that sold it to him. So, <laughs> so he's, he's definitely got it. And then yeah, the last one I just thought I'd show you, which again is this one's mostly just for the aesthetics because again it's stunning. Is uh, the Kievo Rona ninety four ninety five away, and it's got that amazing sponsor on the front which has been on so many Kievo shirts I think and someone probably correct me but I think it's a bakery that's associated with the club or the owners own the bakery or something like that um but you've got if you're a bit bit lower down you've got that amazing design just on the front there as well which is again I mean I know they've had that on some other shirts but similar to the one that I'm wearing right now with the big crocodile on the front and you've got you've got just you know big (laughs) Rash emblems everywhere, you know, they're not not shy at all with the design side of it. So, which is beautiful. Um, uh, nowadays I am partial to a yellow and blue shirt, and I do like that one quite a lot. So, (laughs) yeah, it's good. Some honestly, mate, some some amazing shirts. So, I obviously I don't just follow your shop accounts. You do have is you do you have a Twitter for your ABM shirts, or is it just an Instagram? Yeah, it's it's just on just sorry, not a Twitter, just on Instagram, just because it's a, a it's more it's a photo archive for me basically, just so I've got everything kind of logged and stored. But yeah, so that's that's our ABM shirts on Instagram. Yeah, so everybody needs to go and follow you on that. Look, it's been brilliant to talk to you, mate. It's lovely to have you on, as I say, uh, not just as sponsor of the pod, as, as a friend of the pod, just as a collector is is brilliant and we genuinely genuinely look forward to seeing what abm throw out you know courtesy too, of your, yeah. your shirts yeah it's a bit of a mystery at the moment but as soon as i know anything else i'll let you guys know know and obviously when we've got like a, a final product fingers crossed you know hopefully we can come back on and, and have a talk through with you guys again we'd absolutely love that mate that'll be brilliant thank you very much brilliant mate mike thank you mate cheers Brilliant. And one last time, don't forget to check out grannysfootballstore.com. That was real good fun talking to Tom. I love the fact that, yep, we know Tom's a seller and, you know, it's what he does is his day job now. But he started as a collector, just like all of us, and he still has that in him, which is why he collects those ABM shirts. And some of them are magnificent it's opened my eyes a little bit to the world of abm because i don't own one and i kind of feel like i want to now but what did everybody else think yeah it was it was great to hear from tom and i've been an admirer of his abm collection for a long time and i like you i didn't they're not a brand i know a lot about and they're not a brand that i've owned many shirts of but they're, they're kind of like one of those forgotten great brands you know and they had some incredible clubs and shirts under their stewardship if you like and I, I personally I mean you all know I'm a big fan of reissued shirts especially if they're done in the same method and in exactly the same way as the originals were and I cannot wait to see some of these ABM reissues that Tom mentioned because they're definitely going to be high on my wanted list because yeah like I said the original ABM shirts I like gold dust a lot of the, lot of them, so it'd be great to have these a bit more accessible and surely at a more accessible price too. Yeah, this was right up my street, as you might expect, an Italian manufacturer, and always the shirts that he was listing. You know, the Pescara shirt, we'll share that. Plermo shirts, of course, he helped me out with um, one of my Plermo ABM shirts, and I think most of us probably think of the Fiorentina shirts and things like that of the past. They had some incredible, incredible kits. I think we might have to do a little thread during the week of some of our favorite abm kits for sure right get get people talking about these because they are so so good so yeah i think the one thing that we all need to do actually everyone listening is to follow him on instagram at abm shirts because you can see a lot of the shirts he talks about including one for the team favorite ac who are an austrian team who i didn't know much about but as a gamer as tom said earlier 
they have a massive Sega sponsor on their shirt and it looks fantastic. The red and black stripes, really, really striking. And then, yeah, the classic Sega logo. That's probably my pick of them. But I don't know what else uh, everyone else has uh, picked up from from his talk and also from the feature and also his Instagram, what your favourite ones are. That's how I did pick up from the chat with him, to be honest with you. And that is, I didn't know that ABM made shirts as late as they did. Because he was talking about sort of like 97, 98. Now, in, in my head, when I think ABM, I think late 80s, early 90s at a push. And it made me realise that my whole timeline with that manufacturer was way out. And it made me realise that they were making some of these shirts when sort of like Adidas were in their prime. But they would kept that kind of vintage look about it well into the 90s. And it, yeah, it, it was a bit of an eye opener for me. It was, it was good. See, I think they've been a master at manufacturing shirts with the jacquard in them as well. They, they, I love a jacquard. And I know we all do. And ABM, their shirts are notoriously great for having a great jacquard on them. And um, the Brescia one is one I've seen up close. When Perlo, I think it was his first ever professional year as a footballer. And that Brescia ABM shirt is absolutely stunning. And I know, Ada, your Palermo shirt is the envy of many people as well. Yeah, well, Tom was wearing his. I think we showed showed it to Mike. So, um, yeah, we'll get that out on YouTube as well. We started putting a few bits up there, and we'll definitely put the um, the second part of that conversation up there because it would be great to see some of those shirts that he was describing to us. But been a very exciting week for Tom. Not only does he get to sponsor our podcast, but he's had a pretty pretty insane shirt drop this week, hasn't he, Mike? Yeah, he has. He's been teasing us with it for a little while now, but. I mean, some of the shirts that are in there are incredible. So you need to get over to his website, which is uh, grannysfootballstore.com and just check it out. I believe it's going to drop around the same time as this episode. So you could be listening to it now and just head straight over to the website and it could well all be there already. Or if you're not quick enough, it might have already all sold out. But yeah, the drop's going to be amazing. I believe he's got literally around the 100 shirt mark about to drop. I, do you know what? I'm being told, a uh, adjudicator is telling me, it is actually higher than that. It is around 200. So yeah, he's got he's got a couple of hundred shirts dropping. So get over to grannysfootballstore.com, have a look at it, and yeah, buy something. All right, so that wraps up another week, doesn't it? That was a lot of fun, as usual. As usual, it's always fun hanging out with you guys and you, listener. <laughs> I think we've got two now. Do you know what? We joke about that. Have a little guess. I had a count up again this week. How many countries do you think this podcast is listened to in across the world? At least two with Scott being in Scotland. I can confirm it is more than two. <laughs> I saw we went top 100 in France sport podcast last week. I think that was something to do with the feature that we had. But So that's <laughs> going to be at least three, Tom. <laughs> well, I'll go four then because I'm going to win. Well, I'll give you all a clue. It's it's definitely double figures. That's how you, I'll put, should I put you out of your misery? So I counted up last week and we are now listened to officially in 86 countries, which I think is amazing. I mean, that that, that literally, we, we are listened to far and wide. It's almost three figures. Almost. I reckon we can get there. Maybe if fucking Luxembourg pulled their fingers out. Yeah, I don't think Luxembourg are in there. I don't, I don't <laughs> no? think they are. No, I think a lot of the little principalities don't seem to like us very much. And I don't know why and what we've ever fucking done to piss them off. But yeah. That's uh, that, that's interesting. That's interesting. I wonder if like there's people out there just listen to it for the for the English spoken language or something. I don't know. Imagine <laughs> listening about football shirts in your second oh no, you're laughing because our language is not great. Okay, Tom, I'll stop. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine listening to this and hearing Scott to learn the English language. <laughs> we yeah, we must gonna... just we must just play through after something else, really, haven't we? So we get a few <laughs> listens in here and there. <laughs> I said it before. We definitely need to drop our releases at like ten PM at night, and then it automatically goes into queue when people are falling asleep, and they'll listen to us in their sleep. 
Yeah. And they'll wake up in the morning, experts, ABM shirts, and not know why, you know? They'll be, uh, <laughs> and swearing profusely. No one, no one needs to have me whispering in their ears late at night. No one needs that. <laughs> You've definitely got the most time. gentle voice out of all of us, though. So if anyone's going to do it, I think it would have to be you. I'd rather you were whispering in my ear at night than fucking Scott, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea why Scott's not with us today, actually? Choppers. He heard it was an ABM special, of course, anyone but Manchester United. So, yeah, he gave it a dodge. He knew there was Klopp news as well, and he could not give a fuck about it. (laughs) (laughs) That is probably actually true. Direct quote. (laughs) No, well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we got some exciting stuff coming up there, haven't we, over the next few weeks, Mike? Yeah, of course we have. We've got, we got loads of exciting stuff coming up. We always have, haven't we? Including, we've got Gary Thacker back on, who's actually been on before. Um, this time it's about his new book, which is all about the 1970s Brazil team. Um, but apart from that, there is one big thing that's coming up. We've got our episode number 100. We need to do something special for that. We need to have a big party, basically, don't we? So I think we need to get our collective brains together and decide what we're going to do that's a little bit special for that episode. Maybe try and get some more people involved, as it's the 100th one, maybe. I mean, Scott had touched on the idea of a quiz, which we've done before and dragged a few people in. So, yeah, we'll have a little think about that one. And I think soon we will do another Greatest Shirt poll. I think we have to. Everybody seems to really like it when we do them. So I think at the moment, I think I'm thinking we will do the greatest shirt of the 90s. I think that was going to be one, as I, as we said before, we discussed it already a little bit. It rules out pretty much the entire top five from the greatest shirt of all time because they were all 80s shirts. So I think it'll be a really interesting poll. So maybe we'll get that going soon as well. Can't wait for this 100 quiz from Scott. It's going to be like the Gavin and Stacey quiz in it where the answer to everything was gary lineker so the answer to every question this quiz is going to be 100 <laughs> david beckham <laughs> uh giveaway we've got a giveaway planned this week as well mike have we we have so if you're listening to this now you may have already seen the tweet go out or the instagram post go out so basically as we touched on before we we actually hit twenty thousand followers on x slash twitter as i still prefer to call it um and when we do that it's nice to give something back to all those people that follow us so we will be doing that giveaway for the brazilian shirt courtesy of our wonderful sponsor tom um so that'll be dropping with the episode tweet um so yeah get on over to the socials if you're listening to this and share it on both because then you'll have a chance of winning twice won't you and i think we might have a couple of other little giveaways lined up after that as well Anything anybody else wants to add before we go? I'd just like to tell Adam that he's exceptionally bold this week. Why are you like this? Well, on that note, they think it's all over. It is now. It is now. Oh, you interrupted again, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) 